genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And today we are covering Minute 12 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest nail polish minute ever. And we are joined, one final minute, by Craig Cohen from Slycast. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah, uh, unfortunately I think we started you out with two pretty action-packed minutes. And we're really letting you go out with a whimper here. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad, considering I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Well done. Nice. nice. <laughs> so this uh, minute starts with Dante examining a cigarette and ends with uh, painting Veronica's nails. We will definitely get into that, but we'll start at the beginning. Well, uh, you know, we've talked a lot of, about a lot of firsts over the last couple of minutes. We had the first Walt Flanagan appearance. We had the first, like, mock product appearance and this is really the first like excessive dante whining that we get aside from the whining he does at the beginning when he gets called into work i have to hope somewhere on the internet a supercut exists it's just dante whining (laughs) it does do some whining in this one he really does i mean it's got to be 15 minutes long because he does a couple minutes of whining at the beginning with the boss but that's all him like there's nobody in the room he's on the phone but now he's got another person there, and he really lays it on. <laughs> yeah. At least the, the whining at the beginning is kind of justified. Like, you can say, yeah, it's his day off. He's, you know, obviously he closed the night before, so he's exhausted. But, like, some of the whining that goes on is just, like, you know, it's really, like, unnecessary whining. Yeah. Uh, considering the whole situation, if not avoided, could have been mitigated. Instead of standing there like a deer in the headlights, like, I don't know what to do. And then it makes him look even worse that it's not even that his girlfriend comes in and saves him. It's that when she comes in, she's one person against a group that's already mad. She's smaller than them. She's, like, the only female there and easily disperses the crowd. <laughs> Meanwhile, him, who, in theory, is in charge of the store, has gotten nothing. <laughs> would Would you say that this minute possibly is like the first hint of a of a like a plot for lack of a better word that we get in this movie. Well, yeah, cuz up to now, I guess if you had never seen Clerks, your first 10 11 minutes of it, you just assume I'm going to follow this guy all day through his crappy day. Like cuz he doesn't have any goals except to go play hockey. Yeah. <laughs> right. You haven't even met at this point the other person that's going to be the other half of the film. Yeah. <laughs> So now you're like, when she shows up, you're like, okay, this is going to be some sort of relationship movie. Mm-hmm. Thank God, because as much fun as it was, the first ten minutes, it's not really going anywhere. It's all set up until Chuli's gum guy shows up and gets things stirred up, and then she shows up to solve his problems. Yeah. Which we're going to discover later is probably most of the problem. <laughs> yeah. I, and you know what? I'm not even sure, like, plot was a, a good a good word choice. It more might be just, like, is this, like, the first real character moments that we get? Yeah, most of it up until now has been set up and just he's a victim of what's going on. Yeah. Like, he gets the phone call to come in. That's out of his control. The locks are jammed. That's out of his control. Even the Chuli's gum guy, to some degree, is just a maniac customer that comes <laughs> in. This is the first time you have two people having any kind of meaningful conversation. I mean, meaningful being, you know, in air quotes, because they're talking about him getting pelted with cigarettes. (laughs) At least they weren't lit, she says. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a real, 
that's a real comfort. <laughs> but it doesn't take her long to get to, which you learn in this movie, and you can just tell by the way that it gets brought up quick about her telling him to go back to school. Like, she had that so holstered and ready to go, you know right. she hits that all the time. <laughs> like, whenever your significant other immediately goes to something, it's been on their mind. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're just out of nowhere, you're like, oh, I really don't have anything to do today. Maybe you should get a haircut. <laughs> yeah. You've been holding on to that. Like, you've been waiting to tell me that. <laughs> yeah, at about 18 seconds in, he does drop his immortal line, which he has about a half dozen times. Of, He's not even supposed to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll take a while. It'll take about an hour plus of the film until somebody finally calls him on that nonsense, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, like, how well, this, she, all could, this whole day could have easily been avoided. <laughs> She right away mentions, why'd you agree to come in then? Because <laughs> that's what a sane person says. <laughs> he again mentions that he has a hockey game at two. I think I mentioned this the first time the hockey game gets brought up. He'll say later that he's 22 years old. You're 22 years old. I'm not sure what day of the week this is, but all you had planned today was a hockey game at two? Right. <laughs> well, that's a big day you have there. <laughs> Like, you're doing nothing else the whole day? It's not even like we're led to believe, hey, this is a Sunday, he's taking it easy. He says it's his day off, but you're 22, it's not like he's obviously not going to school, so this could be like a Tuesday for all we know. Right. Well, in the in the script, she says, you look bush, what time do you go to bed? And he said, I don't know, like 2.30, 3 o'clock. And she starts asking why you're up so late, and they start having a little argument. And she asked him, she called you, didn't she? Mm. I guess I'm glad they cut that. Yeah, yeah, because then he said, oh, be real, why would you... And then he just starts asking her to hug him, and they have a little argument. But just to, I, I thought that stood out a little bit. She called you, didn't she? They shouldn't put that so early into the film. Yeah, that would have been weird. They haven't even established that they're, like, a couple, really, or a good yeah. couple in any way. <laughs> you need to build them up. Like, they have a real... I mean, all they do is argue for the next few minutes, but you have to build them up if they have a relationship. Right. If within the first 60 seconds you see her, she's like, you talked to her, didn't you? You're like, oh, okay, so there's already another girl thrown right. into this. Somebody's getting involved here, right. So yeah, that's good they didn't put that in there. Why couldn't he be up till two thirty, three o'clock doing what all 22-year-olds are doing? Probably playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> or on the internet, falling down a Wikipedia rat hole somewhere. Was there an internet at this time? Maybe a small internet. <laughs> In 1994, uh, I don't know. What could you possibly be doing then? He was on some GeoCity site. <laughs> he was downloading one naked picture, and it was going to take four and a half hours. <laughs> he started downloading before he left for work and came back to see it. <laughs> came back, and he could see her shoulders. <laughs> and the minute dropped out while I was trying to... There we go. Yeah, he is definitely in wine mode. Oh, yeah. Uh, when he lays back after his I'm actually beer here today, we can see all the smut magazines behind him. <laughs> yeah, I see a Playboy, a, pen, a couple penthouse. Yeah, I see a Playboy, penthouse. I'm trying to read the rest of them. Ones I never heard. Mayfair, I never heard of. Stag, I can see Stag in there. Adam, that don't sound good. I can't read that one. C-H something. It looks like Cord. Playboy is definitely the easiest one. Maybe that's why Playboy was always the most popular. The easiest one to read from 10 feet away. Yeah, giant uh, font on the front. <laughs> Then we get a cut to the, uh, the sign, um, asking people to be honest. Oh, the, uh, oh God, what does it say? <laughs> Please leave money on the counter. Take change when applicable. Be honest. All in capital letters. <laughs> well, they assume they're being watched. <laughs> That's what, yeah, he does bring that up. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's a good girlfriend or a terrible one for 
enabling him in this way. I feel like I wouldn't have been... I'm trying to remember if I've ever dated a girl who would have handled me with kid gloves in this way. I mean... Did it really make him that upset that they that, that the mob was throwing cigarettes at him? I wouldn't have been upset. I would have just been so stunned. Right. I'm just like, I can't believe this happened to me. <laughs> and within ten minutes, I wouldn't be mad anymore. I'd be like, this is an amazing story. I can't wait to tell everybody I know. I don't know. Craig, have you ever walked into a uh, convenience store where there was just money up on the counter? Honestly, he's painting their nails behind the counter. Like, you, <laughs> That's a strange thing to be doing behind the counter. Well, I mean, what else are we going to want him to do behind the counter? I mean, well, in the next minute, he'll... <laughs> <laughs> He'll bring up. It's the next minute, right, where he brings up what they yes. could else they could do. Yeah, since he seems all for it too. Yeah. <laughs> Is he wearing boots or high heels? I think, I think they're high heels. heels. Yeah. 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 They're sitting in like this. The way they're sitting is so odd for me. Yeah. It's he's sitting. She's got her legs splayed. He's sitting between. He's laying between her legs, painting her nails. Yeah, he's going to get nail polish on his shirt. That's all right. He's already covered in shoe polish. <laughs> this is true. All right. I have to ask the question that uh, everyone's wondering. Have either of you guys ever painted somebody's nails? I haven't. I can't recall a time where I've done that. No. <laughs> no. Uh-oh, not only like Jeff may have. No. Not only have <laughs> I not done it, I can't imagine being any good at it. No. That's what I mean. I, I couldn't think of, I wouldn't think I'd be any good at it. <laughs> like, I think cutting my nails is pretty as much as far as any kind of nail... <laughs> work is going to go for me. My daughter's 10 and she paints her nails all the time and she's still got paint all over her hands. <laughs> so, I don't think I can pull it off. Yeah, I feel like it's just another way for you to get yelled at by your yeah your, by your girlfriend. That's something you mess up on purpose and she never asked you to do it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you taking the old, I hate to bring up this name, but the old uh, Bill Cosby way of uh, doing things? You just oh do God. it wrong every time until you're no longer asked to do it. <laughs> He was doing a lot more wrong things than we knew about. It's a good point. (laughs) Coming up next year. Coming up next year, the Ghost Dad Minute. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't know why we're having so hard of a time getting guests. (laughs) And we'll find out many, many movies from now that Dante may paint all his girlfriends and non-girlfriends fingernails. That, I mean, like, coming up five movies from now, that one's even weirder, because at the time, he's not dating that girl. No, that's his pickup. That's the way he's trying to pick up girls, by painting their nails. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of like, uh, it's like Pulp Fiction with the foot rub. Yeah. We'll put it to this way. If another guy who wasn't working at a nail salon painted your wife or fiance's <laughs> nails, how would you feel about that? Yeah, I don't think I would be too happy about it. It sounds a little personal, doesn't it? Yeah, imagine if it was just like, hey... My friend at work, uh, you know, Bob, he painted my nails today. Yeah. He does it a lot. He likes to paint my nails. Yeah. You tell now Bob. Add to, yeah, now, now, now add to it that you that you have met Bob and you already don't like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob's nails aren't painted, so. Yeah, so we don't get up to. The last thing he says, I think, is about the bunch of savages being in the town and trying to explain about leaving the money up there. Yeah. They left, like, $3 and mixed change and some singles. I don't know. I feel like at some point someone would steal it. <laughs> he no, says, but he do, he does have a pretty good theory that you know you know people are you know aware of the fact that they you know they see money somewhere and they and they assume they're being watched. Yeah, I think it would be the most likely person to take it. I feel like it would be a kid. Yeah, not like a twelve-year-old walks in there and sees it. They're just gonna they're gonna snatch the the money. Now, see, I can see people walking by with their paper and just jingling the change and keeping going, not taking the money but taking the paper. 
Well, <laughs> I guess that's not going to hurt the retail since he stole the papers. He stole the papers anyway, so you're right. It doesn't really make that much of a difference. <laughs> Or at least he stole the Asbury Park Press. Yeah, the, the painting the nails. I, I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. It just blows my mind. It's odd. I'm trying to think of what like kind of female type thing would you not get involved in? Like, what else would she like? Could he? Would he be brushing her hair? Yeah, I don't braid it. You gonna braid her hair next? And, I mean, with a kid, I could see it. Like, I know some guys can do it because they. I mean, if you have a daughter, you at some point you may pick up some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could do, like, a ponytail. That's about the best you're getting out of me, though. <laughs> I always say, don't you have a headband or something you can put in your hair? <laughs> That's nice. He says that to his wife. Oh, God, just put a headband in so we can leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to sit here while you brush your hair. <laughs> That's why you need to use the guy technique. Whenever you're going out somewhere, you go and get ready first. Yeah. Okay. As a guy, it should take... No longer than 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then you go downstairs, you turn on the TV, problem and you is, just don't, you don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. because That you, problem is pets. You go home, you, you go down, you sit down, you watch TV. Now you got dog hair on your pants or cat hair on your pants. Then before you leave, you hit yourself with that brush the thing, <laughs> that, all, that all women carry, that freaking brush that takes the hair off of you. The tape brush, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, we're so stupid. We don't even know what it's called. <laughs> Every woman listening is like, it's called this, you idiot. <laughs> it's a lint brush, I think. <laughs> is that what it is? I think. I, don't, I mean, that's what I would guess it is. <laughs> I don't know. What normally happens is my wife will use it over her entire body, all over my daughter's, and then I'll do it, and the minute I run it down my body, the whole tape unwinds. <laughs> And I look like an idiot. <laughs> you can't even use a stick and lip brush. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and then I get yelled at. Why aren't you ready to leave? I've been downstairs for an hour and a half. <laughs> I took a nap while you were getting dressed, so you know. I really have to hope my wife never listens to this podcast. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty safe about that, though. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty safe, too. All right, I don't have anything else in my notes. <laughs> like I took notes. All right, uh, Chris, do you have anything else? <laughs> no, my notes are clean. All right, Craig, you got anything else over there? No, I'm good. This has actually been fun, guys. Thanks again. Oh, no problem. Maybe someday we'll do another uh, Slycast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm, I'm a listener. I'm waiting. Yeah, <laughs> definitely by the end of 2017. I can God. confidently say that. <laughs> I will I'll give this uh, podcast note out there to people. Um, the more hosts you have on a show... The harder, the harder it's going to be yeah. to get a show date down, especially when from the time the show started till now, every host became 20 times busier, and then Craig moved away, and then Mike Kunda, who runs the, the oh God, I'm going to blank on the name of it. Help me out, Craig. What's the name of the tour? The Yo! Rocky Philly Film Tour. Yes, thank you. So if you're ever in the Philadelphia area, our friend Mike Kunda will take you to all the hot spots to see all the uh, Rocky filming areas. Yeah, that thing blew up, so he's all over that now. And uh, Jeff Hewlett's running no less than 11 podcasts from the last time I looked. <laughs> I probably have the least amount of work to be done. And then I started this podcast because I'm an idiot. So uh, go over and check out Jay and Silent Bob on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Go to Dueling Genre, check out all the other fine podcasts they have over there. Um, they got Lord of the Rings. They got Ferris Bueller. They just started the Cornetto Minute with uh, Shaun of the Dead. I'm currently listening to Spider-Man Minute, so that's on there. Well done, Spider-Man Minute. <laughs> it's in my queue, but unfortunately there's 8,000 Movies by Minutes podcasts, so it's a lot. <laughs> I'm getting to them all, I promise, sometime before I croak. 
again, make sure you check out uh, Craig on Slycast. Go back in the archives if you're, a, especially if you're an uh, original series fan of Star Trek. Go back to uh, Tricorder Transmissions and listen to all of them. And then uh, stick around when it, the format changes and they start covering every piece of Star Trek lore in the history of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to listen to Chris, uh, you can go over to Chris's house. Here's his address. It's, uh... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I will talk to you because I like to talk. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can listen to him on the Burbs Minute. Or here. Or here. And that's about it. All right. Uh, I think that's about it. You got anything to say, Chris? Nope. Um, I'm not even supposed to be here today. You are fucking untrainable. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. I'm like, I, 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 I blanked. I completely blanked. <laughs> One line and you blanked on it. <laughs>